and welcome yet again to Is This Anime. I'm your quote-unquote anime expert, Jack Metcalf. And joining us once again is Jordan Mitchell Love. How are you? I'm doing well, man. I'm excited for today. This is going to be a fun, fun analysis. This this is the big one. This is Chainsaw Man. We were going to do it with my sister and her girl, uh, McKenna. And then they watched 10 minutes of it. And they said, can we do something else? And then they also further... Um, move the recording up, which is why that episode was delayed so heavily. <laughs> uh, but now, but now things are good. I've talked with like five other fucking people. Um, the the recording schedule for the future of Is This Anime will will have stabilized. So thank you for bearing with us. And also, I've noticed that like most of our listenership is in the backlog. So f- for you, you're going to listen to this in like a year, anyways, when you're finally done the other other 95 episodes that we've done. Jesus Christ! Is it really that many? This is 96, and actually it's technically like 90, 99 or 98 because there were two episodes that got lost. Um, oh, so dope. Yeah, there, there were, this is, we've done quite a few of these. Uh, we're approaching the return of Malcolm as well, so that'll be fun. Anyways, that's oh, a teaser. Yeah. That's a teaser. Um, but we are talking about one of the biggest anime of 2022, one of the biggest manga of the last couple of years. Jordan... I think it's fair to say what we're covering, which is Chainsaw Man, is probably one of the biggest uh, series debuts in, in like at least the past half decade. I don't know how you feel. I would say, yeah, uh, the manga had definitely even been making the rounds like when it first when it first like premiered, it just made a huge splash. And I just remember that when they announced they were adapting it into anime and even you and I have been talking about it, it was this just everyone was salivating everyone was just waiting and waiting for an update because it is just i've read a bit of the manga i haven't read all of it yet but it is just absolutely gorgeous um and it has like such an interesting story and such a fascinating premise but like it's also just like i was really interested to see like what kind of budget they would throw into it and honestly when i watched the first episode um you can usually tell like how much money they're throwing at at uh at a show by the animation of the first episode and I was literally just rewatching uh, the ending of the first episode prior to recording this just to kind of pump myself up because it is just chef's kiss. Perfection. Oh, it, it's so freaking beautiful. Also, I not for the faint of heart. It's it's a bit adult. There's a lot of there's a bit of blood, bit of gore. Uh, adult in a magazine that's still intended for eight year old Japanese children. <laughs> That's fine. Because remember, this is a Shonen Jump series. Uh, so last week we uh, covered uh, Spy Family, which is also in the pages of Shonen Jump. Now we're covering the opposite end of what Shonen Jump can do, which is Chainsaw Man, which is a ridiculously gory series, but clearly suitable uh, to purchase in a magazine or uh, if you got an online subscription or whatever. Uh, clear, clearly, you know, if you're just like a, a nine-year-old Japanese kid at 7-Eleven, you could just pick that book up, read it, buy it with your allowance money, and boom, you're good to go. Which is weird, because <laughs> I, I think one of my friends, like, uh, she was saying that she bought something, of, she bought Chainsaw Man for her niece. I'm like, how old is your niece? Oh, she's 10. And the standards for, like, an American 10-year-old, I think, are are a little bit different, because I know if... My parents saw me reading uh, Chainsaw Man at 10 years old. They would probably have a hernia. All right. So let's get into it. Let's talk Tatsuki Fujimoto, the author of this manga. Uh, Talking about Tatsuki Fujimoto makes me feel old because he is either a year or two years younger than me. And he's already got this amazing body of work. Um, 
according to Wikipedia, it says he's either born in October 10th, 1992 or 93. It is not confirmed, which this is very common among uh, manga creators. Like even the guy who made One Piece, there's so little known about the guy. It's just, you know. So really, he's actually, so really he's actually 87 years old. Could be 87. Uh, <laughs> Fujimoto's career, it took off when he was around 20. Uh, give, or, give or take what his actual birthday is. Um, like a lot of uh, manga artists, he started off with a bunch of one-shots. And then his first uh, serialized work, which uh, debuted in Shonen Jump Plus, which is the online version of Shonen Jump, was uh, Fire Punch, which, as I said before in this podcast, was uh, there was assistant work done by the person who would later become the creator of the other super uh, big anime slash manga adaptation of the last couple of years, Spy Family. So... You've already got two incredible people involved in Fire Punch. I have only read five chapters of Fire Punch. It is not for me quite yet. I thought I could tough it out, but, you know, other things come up, and I also have other anime to watch for this very podcast. But what I have read in its entirety was Chainsaw Man. So, Jordan, I was keeping up with Chainsaw Man weekly uh, when it came out, and (laughs) as I'm watching the finale, I'm just like, the season finale of the anime, I'm just like, that was awesome. Maybe I should read the manga. And three hours later, I was caught up with the manga, which at that point was like uh, chapter 114. So I binged about 80 chapters in three hours. Yeah, and it's a re- and it's relatively short too, and it's it's very addict it's very addicting, and it's really really popular as well. I think like as of January of this year, so 2023, it's sold several million copies. It's like it's it's huge right now. It's uh, I think it sold 23 million copies. So yeah, it's like 23 million. The- so it's it's incredible. It's one it's won awards. It's just this be- it's beautiful artwork, um, beautiful plot, great character, great character development. I honest to God was completely thrown by the difference, the contrast in uh, in like the in the begin, like I said, in the beginning of the episode ver- of the first episode versus the ending, because it's just so starkly different. And I think it takes a real talent to balance that really light comedic almost chibi elements versus that very adult gory um opposite end of opposite end of the spectrum yeah so one of the influences of fujimoto he said is that he said he wanted to draw manga like korean films and he cited the 2008 korean film the chaser as an example and he said the main character chases after the villain but 30 minutes into the movie he catches him this is supposed to happen at the end of the movie so you keep wondering what will happen next a lot of people say that in Korean movies, they cannot tell what the director is thinking. But actually, if you watch until the end, you will get it. I wanted to make something like that. And uh, that is Chainsaw Man in a nutshell. I do not want to uh, spoil what happens in the, the later parts of the, the manga. But certainly, there are, there are moments in the manga that happen surprisingly early on. And again, the series is still ongoing. That's the other thing. There are things that have happened where you're just like, any other series, this would be the end of the series. And you're like, oh, no. This is an ongoing saga. It's going to continue. And, you know, I don't know if it's going to hit One Piece levels, but, you know, there's certainly at least another five years of story, it seems. I would argue that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how far did you get in the manga? Did you did you get past what uh, happened in season one or? Uh, I've gotten a little past season one because I didn't want to spoil myself too, too much. Yeah, fair. Uh, for for watching this or for for recording but once we're done recording i'm gonna start reading i'm gonna start reading the rest of it because i'm super excited because when you told me oh like i'm all cut up i was like damn all right so and you usually are really good with uh, with manga recommendations and uh and chainsaw man had just been on my list 
Um, which is weird because it just kind of came out of nowhere, and I feel like it just kind of steamrolled the community, uh, just in like how just gripping and how much it kind of took how much it kind of took the the manga and the anime community by storm. And it's really interesting because it feels to me like it's almost like this birth of like a new generation uh, of storytelling where they're grabbing like glo- where they're grabbing more global influences where they're kind of where they're kind of taking the traditional formula of storytelling and just flipping it on its head. And subverting our expectations, which is just so awesome to see, especially in like more mainstream and more celebrated manga and anime. It's it's really really cool to see. Yeah, absolutely. Like you know, um, My Hero Academia, which was a series I really enjoyed until the last year or two when the manga uh, started to take a much shittier uh, turn. I'm still reading it weekly, but I'm just like, fuck. I don't know. The series is getting the series is reminding me. My Hero Academia originally reminded me of Naruto in the sense that it was doing things better than Naruto. And then the last year or two of My Hero Academia in the manga has been everything bad I hated about Naruto. It's Yeah, it's been kind of slowing down like a lot. And it's just I've kind of like tuned out, honestly. After like the first like few, uh, few of those chapters, I just went, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. So but again, My Hero Academia is what you would think of as a traditional shonen series mm-hmm. it's like okay you know hero gets stronger he's gonna fight some baddies get stronger develop some cool powers again it's like the same vein as bleach one piece naruto dragon ball uh chainsaw man when you're saying that oh yeah chainsaw man is this takes place in the same magazine as these guys you're like huh what else are you watching you're like okay i kind of get i kind of get how they're part of the same genre but again chainsaw man it reminds me of attack on time which i think is the other big series of the past decade where both of these series are very good at introducing a concept and you're like that's fucking insane and then they introduce a new twist that makes you question everything and then that that gets answered and you're like oh sweet i'm satisfied with the answer but then that answer reveals a new questions and so on and so forth until until you you catch up and then you're like shit now i gotta wait for new chapters yeah, and and again, like it it does. I it actually it makes a lot of sense because Attack on Titan was one of the very few like shonen manga anime that I watched where I was completely uh, surprised. Uh, spoiler alert! Like um, when when the main character dies in like what like episode three of yeah. of the anime, and then and then comes back to life. You're like, wait, what the? F-? I remember when he fr- like when that happened. It was just this this holy shit jaw dropping moment. And it, it felt very similar in watching and in reading uh, Chainsaw Man. Um, and again, like, just freaking kudos, because I love, love it when my expectations are subverted, because that makes it, the story, it just makes the story so much more engaging and interesting. Absolutely. So Chainsaw Man, it debuted on December 3rd, 2018. It then finished its first major arc on December 14th, 2020. There was in a hiatus, uh, which just recently ended. The The series picked up in Shonen Jump Plus. So originally it was in Weekly Shonen Jump Magazine. Then it switched to the online format of Shonen Jump Plus on July 13th, 2022. That break is a hint as to, uh, you know, some pretty major stuff goes down following that break. So again, I cannot imagine uh, following Chainsaw Man Weekly during that la- during the lead up to, to the break. And then having to wait a year and a half. So if you want to get into Chainsaw Man, now's the time. It is uh, back to being in its weekly serialized format, and it's fucking awesome. Denji, Denji's having some new adventures, uh, but he's also learning about himself in new interesting ways. And it's both wholesome and terrifying, as Chainsaw Man is. I love, Den- I love Denji. I love just the characters here are so 
they're so fleshed out and they're so specific. I just I love the characters and Denji man I I'm not gonna lie I hated him when I first saw him I I was like oh you're just a typical little like shit whatever but he he goes through a lot of growth and he goes through a lot uh, of like humility and he's you know I feel like he's got that typical prototypical like shonen protagonist feel to him but then his transformation then like his transformation happens and he just completely he, he again subverts my expectations I'm gonna be using that phrase a lot because. I feel like that is just Chainsaw Man in a nutshell, especially if you're a longtime fan of like anime or manga. Um, even if you're not, uh, my brother is relatively not super into anime. He loves like Dragon Ball. He loves Naruto, um, but not super into it. But I'm like, you need to watch Chainsaw Man. It's really fucking good. And he just he's like, OK, he's like, OK, he hasn't. I don't know if he's watched it yet, but like I w- I've been re- is one of the very few series I've been pressuring him on going like you will love this and it's one of the very few series I'm pressuring all my friends to to watch because it's just again it's great plot great characters gorgeous animation gorgeous animation ugh absolutely so let's get right into it we are talking about episodes one to five today and in episode one the very first scene is an anime original one because when I was uh taking notes for these episodes I was also reading the manga as I watched it, which was an interesting experience. And I also got to watch it dubbed. Um, had we done this podcast way earlier, we would have just been stuck with the subs, but I watched the dub and I actually quite enjoyed it. Um, but anyways, we open on Denji breathing heavily and about to open a door when he wakes up and says he better get back to work. And uh, this scene is anime original and it is foreshadowing for some events, maybe. Uh, maybe even foreshadowing, maybe even foreshadowing events that have yet to happen in season one of the anime anyways denji he's a broke dude who at this point has sold his kidney eye and left nuts and yet he is still in debt just like hearing that so i watched it i watched it subbed and like just just hearing that and going oh you know my eye and everything i was like wait what and he's (laughs) i think i stopped and i started laughing because of just how like ridiculous because of how ridiculous that was because like it it's so pathetic because i think in in this he's he's 16 so he's not he's and he's already in like this massive amount of debt and it just complete and it completely confused me but like he is just he's just got like just a really shit hand um and then we get to meet his uh then we get to meet the his canine companion uh pochita who is just uh i I love him so much he's so great (laughs) Puchita is the great greatest. So anyways, Denji, he's a devil hunter and he's just killed the tomato devil, uh, which is just a wonderful visual. I love the tomato devil. We see it once and it's just like it's it's a weird devil to open up the series with. You're like, okay, I can buy devils. I've watched enough anime. You kill demons, whatever. Uh, But the tomato devil, that's the first one we see in this series. Anyways, Denji, he's made 400,000 uh, yen, but his Yakuza boss gives him only 70,000 after debt and other various fees. And then one Yakuza, he offers Denji 100 yen to eat a cigarette. Denji does it, but reveals uh, to his adorable Pochita that he uh, didn't actually swallow it. <laughs> and what is Denji's goal, Jordan? Denji wants to touch something. <laughs> he wants to touch... Oh, God. He just... He wants to touch a woman's boobs. I mean, like, it's just, it's like the typical, again, like, that's why he's 16. Because, you know, when we were 16, like, we were all like, oh, my God, fascinating. But, like, just the prototypical, you know, horny teenager bullshit. But, like, then you, then when you actually see, like, how he lives and how he does that, you realize that, like, for him, 
for us that's kind of like a ter that's kind of like oh whatever but like for him that's the pinnacle of of existence because he just lives in such squalor because it gets dark really quickly i mean like you said he makes he sold what like 1.2 million yen and then but only received like 70,000 yen afterwards i mean this kid lives in abs absolute squalor complete poverty it's just his existence is absolute shit <laughs> but just to have that as a goal is just Again, I was laughing my ass off when I heard when I when I heard what goal was. I can't I can't even say it with a straight face because I'm sitting here just going like, oh yeah, oh god, what? But man, he's he's good at his job. He's really good at his job because uh, I think his his father also did that as well. Correct? Yeah, his father did that, and then he hung himself. Um, yeah, what is it? His father hung himself because of this yakuza debt. And it's at his father's gravesite where Denji meets Pochita, who is wounded at the time, and he offers his blood to Pochita to heal him. And this forms a contract with Pochita. Yes. Oh, and by the way, uh, Pochita is a devil. Um, he is a very cute <laughs> dog. He is a very cute dog, but he's got a uh, a chainsaw, and he's got a chainsaw for a nose. And we didn't realize it at the time, but he is the uh, but he is the uh, the chainsaw devil. Um, and I love the world of this. The, I love how, how similar and how different this world, it, this world is that they've set, that they've set up. Yeah. And, and the kind of cool concept about the, the kind of power structure, if you will, of Chainsaw Man is that, uh, people can form contracts with devils, um, and that gives them their power, but they also have to give something up. So right. it's a unique concept. And, uh, as we may see later on, it's, uh, you know, the contract that Denji has with Pochita is a very nice one. The contract other characters have with their devils is, a uh, not nice. Not so pretty. Uh, Denji seems to get it uh, pretty good compared to other characters. Um, so yeah, Denji, he tells Pochita someday they'll have jam on sliced bread, flirt with girls, and play video games. Again, his relationship with Pochita is just so amazing. It really is goals. Uh, uh, hashtag goals, is that what the kids say? It is very cute. It's, again, what most teenagers want, just to be able to have a normal life because he lives in such a shit, he has such a, a shitty situation. Absolutely. So the Yakuza boss, of course, he does this. He betrays Denji and he says, Denji's loyal like a dog and I can't handle the scent of dogs. So the boss has made a deal with the zombie devil in exchange for Denji and Pochita's life. And the zombie devil goes after Denji and uh, the zombie devil successfully kills Denji seemingly. Not even just kills him, like completely rips him apart. I can understand that, like, you know, I, I looked at where my sister tapped out because I had, like, the timestamp or whatever because they were using my Crunchyroll account. And, yeah, they tapped out at this scene. And I'm like, fair enough. If you don't know what this series is going to be and you're just like, can I tolerate more of this? Yeah, this might be the tapping out point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a... Uh, what is the anime where um, where it's a very cutesy... An it's a very cute um, anime and then it just turns into, like, absolute horror? I'm blanking on the name of it. I don't think I've seen that one. I think I know what you're talking about. Uh, Madoko Magica or something like there that, maybe. Magica. Yeah, that it reminded me of that. Just that again, just like that sudden shift, because it, it was very cute up until then. Because again, Pochita and just this, you know, dude just randomly killing a tomato demon. It was kind of cute and weird and goofy. And then it got very serious. And then there was death again. Total stuff that you are totally OK with an eight year old reading. Apparently. So yeah, a zombie catches Denji and just stabs him in the back repeatedly. And then as Denji dies, his blood trickles down into Pochita's mouth. 
we then get a flashback of Denji taking care of Pachita. Denji tells Pachita that he's given Pachita his body so he can live a normal life. And Pachita merges with Denji and repairs his body. And Pachita tells Denji, and this is so amazing, he tells Denji he's always loved hearing him talk about his dreams and he wants for him to follow his dreams. And that's how Denji becomes the Chainsaw Man. That was, okay. So that scene, I cried, which is something I don't think I've ever done, especially in a first episode of, an an, of, of watching an anime, because I'm a sucker for dogs. I'm a sucker for anything cute and cuddly and whatever. That scene gutted me. And I don't think I've ever gone from like crying to oh, to oh my god, fucking kill everybody in like in such a short amount of time that I then watching that first episode because it's so intense. It's so intense and it really tugs at your heartstrings. Again, like the characterization of uh of these people of these people is just out of this world, and it it hooked me from from the get go. Absolutely. And then yeah, Denji he becomes a chainsaw man. He fucks the zombie devil up we get you know that classic animation you expect to see from a series like this and then then the real uh the real meat of the story comes when after denji has fucked all these zombie devils up and killed them makima enters the story and makima she tells her subordinates that this heart she uh smells is neither human nor devil and denji he just asks to be held that's all he wants he's still in chainsaw man form but he can't even you know process it and, you know, he just wants someone to hold him. And so Makima, you know, she's probably the first girl who's even touched him. She holds him and heals him and he reverts to human form. Yeah, then, there's a lot to say about Makima. That, yeah, there's a lot. There, God, she's a lot. Um, no, she, again, like this is, for anybody listening, whether it's now or a year from now, it is such a roller coaster of emotion. I truly was in a, uh, a roller coaster of emotions. Uh, I'm gonna up the ant- like up the ante because it was all over the place. But again, it is so damn good. And God, I have so much to say about her. I'll hold off. I'll hold off until later. But <laughs> God, um, yeah. And it it was just so incredibly sweet because he just went through this incredible trauma, just transforming into this crazy half demon dude with like with a fucking chainsaw on his head um and all he wants to do is just be held like like it just speaks so much to what his character to who denji is and what he wants and he just you know wants to be i i saw it as like he just wanted to be seen and wanted to be loved by somebody anybody that's the thing it's easy to think of denji as like oh just this horny horny boy character but no he's just like desperately looking for a connection that's what he wants yeah and he had that with bochita he did uh, Justice for Pochita. <laughs> so Makima, she tells Denji, "If you're my pet, I'll give you food." She says, "Bread with butter and jam sounds good," and Denji responds, "Sounds like my dream come true." End of episode. As mm. someone who's read ahead of the manga, again, this is gonna be very tough. I almost wish like I didn't read ahead so I could like you know speculate more and not have to dice around spoilers. But yeah, there is so much to say about. Even just uh, Makima's first couple sentences in this episode and where it takes her character. Because, yeah, if you're my pet, I'll give you food. And uh, we hear a lot of uh, pet metaphors from Makima that come out of her mouth. Yeah, so. it was very unsettling. I mean, I understand, fu- why, I understand why, but it was very unsettling. It's funny because for me watching, I, I, won't, I won't fully say things. I think maybe other viewers are probably smarter than me and picked up on this uh, quicker. 
But for me, I'm just like, okay, Makima's the hot lead character. Everything she does is, you know, for the good. And then obviously, as you watch more, you're you're maybe going to question that. And, you know, to, to what level you're going to question uh, Makima's choices, you know, you'll see as the series progresses. But, oh me! Yeah. I'm, I'm the I'm the I'm the smarter person because I immediately, as soon as she said those lines, I went, "I don't like her. She's no, she no, we don't like her. We don't like her at all." Like anyone who said anyone who says that, look, uh, 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 kids at home, if you are ever with someone and you're interested in somebody, and the very first thing they say to you is, "Oh, you're like my dog now, so I will feed, so I will feed you." Run, just run in the opposite direction, and and never look back. Just, so this uh, just, just there you go. So the scene that opens up episode two, uh, Makima, she tells Denji, "You've agreed to become my pet, which means woof or yes is all you'll say. Uh, things no or yes don't come out of my dogs." And this was again uh, a, a scene they made a rip just for the anime. So again, they're they're throwing in a bit of foreshadowing, Makima and dogs and pets. And so Denji and Makima they eat udon. Denji is emitting two cents, one human and one devil. Denji, he asks Makima what type of boys she's into. And Makima and her, you know, um, what's a calculating character? I'm trying to think of like a, a what's what's a famously calculating character from Western media, Jordan, that you can think of off the top of your head that you'd compare oh, to goodness, Makima. Uh, oh, goodness me. Um, the the killer from from Seven. Um, oh, from, OK. Uh, from the movie, yeah. From the movie Seven. Or just like, uh, like, or if people want to do it, like, um, uh, uh, let Yagami from from Death Note, because um, I feel like that's West. I feel like people enough people might know that character, but just any kind of like very oh, or uh, or like Morpheus. She's very much telling Denji exactly what he wants to hear, and she tells him, "I'm into Denji type boys," which you know I found on my first viewing to be a very cute scene, and then as I you know you get into that further, you're like, oh, she's just she's spinning a web with this kid. Oh my god, Denji and Aki. So when Denji meets Aki, again, this is the series subverts your expectations because I thought of Aki as like, okay, he's the Sasuke of this series. You know, he's gonna be the bad boy, the guy who go goes against Denji. You know, they're gonna have a couple conflicts. Who knows if the if Aki's gonna break bad as hard as Sasuke did in Naruto, but they're they're gonna be rivals. And yet that's not quite where the series goes. And this meeting with them is so fucking good. So Aki, he takes Denji to an alley and he beats the shit out of him <laughs> because he tells Denji he's become a devil hunter for the wrong reasons. And as Aki walks away, Denji kicks him in the nuts repeatedly. <laughs> it's just like, I just remember watching that. It, it, like, I don't know if you've ever gotten into a fight when you were a kid, but like that, that idea of like just beating the, just beating the shit out of someone. Like I'm even having like, like, like flashbacks to my martial arts teacher because they just say like look if you're gonna like get if you're gonna get in a fight like you know try like basically get in the fight to win and honestly like yeah because who would who would because you know you think of you think of a fight and you think of just this very like manly like you know whatever and now there's just this you know this dude just kicking a, another dude in the nuts it's like oh that's because that would that's exactly what you would do because it's totally it's totally a denji move totally a, I'm almost called it a dick move but denji move um he's and yeah he he really doesn't know why he wants to do it but then he figures out like what his goal is which is to fondle some breasts which is hysterical it's absolutely hysterical but you know whatever works for you my dude so denji has this great quote he says when i fight a dude it's nuts or nothing and then also every time he's kicking aki in the nuts you hear like a a ding sound too in the sound effects 
So, oh my god, it, I don't think I ever heard that. I need to rewatch yeah. that. Yeah, no. When you pay attention, when you're like, again, I've watched this episode multiple times at this point. When you when you watch that episode, you're like, oh yeah. Every time he's kicking him in the nuts, there's like a bong sound, and it's oh my god, fuck, fucking awesome. <laughs> so we cut oh back god. to uh, Denji, Aki, and Makima in like their little boardroom. And uh, Denji says a testicle devil appeared and went ape shit on his nutsack. Oh uh, God, that was a great line. Um, that was a great line. Again, like just great, great, great writing, great like characterization. Because man, they're I love I love the Aki and Denji dynamic. They're so different, and again, it subverts kind of that expectations because you think he's that you know Sasuke character, that Sasuke rival. But man, God, they're so fat. It's so fascinating to watch the two of them together. So, uh, Aki, he's used to solo living, and then he gets uh, Denji, the roommate from hell. Denji, he finally gets to eat his jam on bread. He gets messy jam sandwiches. He has an overflowing bath. He uses up all the toilet paper. And actually, in the manga, they cut out uh, a line he has when he's in the bath where he's like, uh, he's like, paid time off, bum, 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 uh, union job, bum, bum, bum. Oh, God. <laughs> so it's like, oh, God. I, some people speculate that they feel um, the studio Mappa cut that line of dialogue just because like they have poor working conditions and they didn't want to endorse that or something. Who knows? Maybe it was cut for time, but I don't know. But I mean, it's a- you know, I mean, it probably would <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. Um, God, I, yeah, I love I love the I love the roommate scenes. It's just uh, the montage is just it's just freaking great because everyone can relate to that roommate from hell. Exactly. Uh, so Denji, he's ordered to kill a devil, but he doesn't transform. Aki gets mad at him because to for Aki, you know, you should be using your full power at every point. You know, there's no there's no time to go soft on anyone. Yeah. And yeah, Denji does this because he didn't want the devil to suffer. Because again, you know, Denji's got empathy. Uh, Aki uh, is not a fan of that because he's a, a devil killed his entire family. <laughs> and then uh after this little scene, we cut back. Denji declares once again his goal, which is his goal in his life, is melons. You know, oh my god, that's I... what he's into. And again, it is a bit of a subversion of expectations because you know you're used to someone like Naruto who's like, okay, I'm going to become Hokage or or Luffy from One Piece. He's like, you know, I'm going to find the One Piece. These characters are declaring their goals, and Denji is also declaring his goal, but his goal is boobs, and you know. Fair enough. Um, it, it, it does kind of remind me, like, in, in that sense, like, uh, of, like, you know, High School DxD. I haven't, haven't watched that, that, but, yeah. That one's, that one's a wild series, because, like, it's very, it's kind of a, it's kind of that similar vibe where he's just, where, you know, he kind of, like, the main character's like, I want to do this, and he's just absolute, just, like, absolute pervert. But, like, he just wants to do that whole, he wants to do, like, he wants to, like, you know, like, such a pair of boobs he wants to do this and again it's just god like teenagers are dumb like teenagers were just hormone driven like whatever's and it's just so funny to it's so funny to watch that but again it's that subversion of expectations of like oh this is this is all you want cool all right i guess we're working with that and this we're gonna move on um uh by the way i my favorite character introduction comes up in episode two um i absolutely love them let's get into it Let's talk power. Power. She's one of our main girls. Uh, if you haven't watched Chainsaw Man, you'll have definitely seen cosplay of Power and Makima. You know, also your from Spy Family. Again, we're we're covering the top cosplay chicks in these last two episodes. Seriously, 
Um, power is great. I actually got introduced to power through a TikTok. I just saw this this woman, this uh, this young woman do like an incredible like cosplay, and I was like, "What the hell is that?" And then I started watching. Uh, then I started watching Chainsaw Man. And went, "Oh my god, that's amazing! I love power. Power is incredible. Uh, power is just she's she's great. She's great. She's very much like." She's very much like the like the 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 op like basically just like the like a mirror version of Denji, I think. I love her so much. The one advantage that the anime has over the manga is just of course movement and Power's movements are just so erratic and chaotic. Even just like the very first scene we see of her, it's just like of her feet like walking into the room and you're just like, Okay, this this is a character who is gonna upend everything we've seen so far. Yeah, she's so freaking weird and I love her. I love her to death. She's so awesome. She again, and the the other thing too is it's funny because you know she she's a cosplay, uh, you know what is it? She's one of the top cosplay picks, but but the show and series is constantly like saying like no, she smells like shit and doesn't bathe. Like she's a disgusting person to be around. No, and we find that out later. Like she's an absolutely horrible like person, which is hysterical because she's not really a person. She's a she's a fiend. She's a she's a devil. Um, she's the blood devil, if memory serves. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. She's she's you know not as strong as some of the other devils um, we're gonna see in the show, but yeah, she's a devil who is who is somewhat developed a heart. But yeah, we're we're gonna get into it. So, power hates devils because a devil kidnapped her cat Meowie, and you know I'm a big cat person. And uh, when when we had this arc, the Meowie arc, I was like, fuck, do I do I look ahead of the next episode to find out if the cat survives? I'm not sure if I can wait a week to know if the cat's gonna fucking die. But 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 that's part of it. See, this is why like it's good that you just kind of bent that you were able to binge the whole manga because otherwise, oh my god, I think uh, I, I would have questioned your sanity. I I mean, again, I could not have the, the part where Chainsaw Man is right now in the manga is chill. Like it's you know it's settling. It's starting a new arc, so it's settling. I can I can I can handle the week or two waits between chapters. But again, the stuff that's going to happen. Uh, that might not get animated until like 2024 or 2026. Oh my god. Oh, it's tough to talk about. And we can't. Anyways, so yeah, power. She hates devils because of what happened to her cat Meowie. Denji says he prefers dogs. Uh hint hint, dogs come up again. And Denji's also been compared to a dog. But we're foreshadowing. Power- Does anyone did anyone <laughs> notice we're foreshadowing? Just a little bit of foreshadowing. So power offers to let Denji touch her boobs if she helps him kill the devil. And so Power and Denji, they go to the devil's house. I love the way Power speaks. She speaks in like kind of an old tiny way. She's like, look on here yonder. You know, she's not speaking, say, like uh, casual um, American English or whatever. Ah, yeah. Because when I in watching the subversion, she's got a um, uh, almost kind of like a like a typical like gangster kind of um, I'm blanking on the where it is. But like when you have a character that's very rough around the edges in Japanese, like it's from like a very specific section where they sound very like uncultured or like very brutish. And she just got that. And again, like subverting that expectation because like you don't expect it from this girl because she is just absolutely gorgeous, amazing cosplay, but just this terrible, horrible, disgusting, smelly creature. Uh, so, yeah, they go to the devil's house. Power ends up betraying Denji and offers him as food to the bad devil. But unfortunately, uh, Denji, having formed a contract with a devil, his meat tastes disgusting. <laughs> and we get a flashback, this amazing flashback of Power meeting Meowie. And she meets this adorable little kitty cat, and she wanted it as food. <laughs> but she wanted to fatten the cat up. 
before she ate the cat. And so you just see this little montage of her just taking care of the cat and the cat gradually fattens up. And so, you know, like, I'm curious what your reaction was like when you, when you first saw it, read, read that about her wanting to fatten the cat up before she ate it. I'm as a cat person. I'm, I'm curious what your reaction was. Oh, well, I'm totally just like, oh, of course she's going to develop an attachment to this. That's that's what any bad person says. You're like, oh, I'm only taking it happens in a million movies where the person befriends the dog or the animal or something like, oh, this animal sucks. I hate him. And then they, you know, they form a bond because they have to take care of it. And like, oh, wait, now it's part of my life. Yeah, she just she has no idea why she cares for Meowie, which, again, I love the (laughs) the name Meowie is very much the name what you would name a cat if you were like five years old. Yeah, because again, power is power is like yeah, five years old uh, mentally or something. She's just you know she's a total idiot. Very basic. Yep. <laughs> uh, so of course she ends up bonding to Meowie, but then the Bat Devil kidnapped Meowie so that Power could get it a human being as a meal, as a meal. And the Bat Devil also eats Power too, and that's how the episode ends. Episode four, we get a flashback to Power when she was full Devil. She's eating a bear. And Meowie has, Meowie is at her side, and she's like, "Every life is trivial, even a cat. So why do I run to find a human to save Meowie?" So again, power, power is really questioning, like, "Why am I? Why do I care so much about this thing when I'm like willing to kill humans and bears?" But, yeah, you know. it was it was cool, like watching so much character development for Power, like so early on, because I, I feel like, again, you know, she's. Uh, power is a de- power is a, a devil. Denji is a, a devil human hybrid, and they're both idiots. They're both absolute morons. But they're both rediscovering part. They're both discovering or rediscovering parts of human uh, like humanity and compassion, uh, and parts about themselves that are actually like decent. Um, so it was really interesting just watching her de- watching her development. And again, like you would not see this development probably for you know several more episodes or several more chapters. So to have it like right up front. I think was really, really cool. Yeah. Again, the series moves fast the, in any other Shonen series, it would wait much longer. I feel, but this series is like, no, we're, we're getting powers backstory right away. You know exactly what she's all about. And then that means they can do even more interesting things sooner, which again yeah. is what I love about the show. Um, so power, she wakes up to find Denji holding her and she asks them, why did you save me? And Denji just makes a groping gesture. Cause again, Denji just wants to touch some boobs. He's a simple man. He's a simple man. He wants, you know, he's got simple tastes like we and, you know, he's not afraid to express it. Like, I guess there's a level of appreciation that we have for that, uh, sir. So Denji, he defeats the bat devil and he cheers only to have his arm shot off by the girlfriend of the bat devil, who is the leech devil. Again, I love the idea that these devils can have boyfriends and girlfriends, like even something as disgusting as the leech and bat devil. These, they can still develop bonds. It was a very kind of like like interesting part. What's what's so cool about this about this and I mentioned it a little earlier is Chainsaw Man it doesn't hit you over the head with exposition right away. Um as far as introducing the world. You're it's it's a slow drip in, it's a slow drip into the world. Um it like even uh and I think of like like you know the the show Avatar where they tell you exactly what the world is. Um this world is very this world of chainsaw man is very di- is very different but it's uh as far as its rules but it's very sim- but it's basically uh, just a parallel version of our own so it allows us to kind of do that sort of soft that sort of soft like drip 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 of like this is the world and these are the rules uh which is so interesting cuz i remember just 
being so much more engaged with this show than other shows where they just kind of tell you everything up front. Um, and yeah, like having <laughs> devils having boyfriends and girlfriends, like we, we appreciate that, you know, uh, 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 <laughs> devils need love too. Uh, so Denji, he tells the leech devil, no way am I going to die before I touch some boobs. Think your fancy goals make all of you hot shit. Let's have a dream battle royale. Touching titties will be the better dream. Again, we've we've had these shonen characters who all have their declarations. Goku wants to become stronger. I don't know what the guy from Bleach wants, even though I've watched all of Bleach. But again, basic shonen protagonist is they have a clear goal that will motivate them for until the end of the series. You know, Deku from My Hero Academia. He's going to be the world's greatest hero. Denji is going to touch some boobs. That's going to be his goal. That's the end game goal. Right? Uh, bless your bless your heart, my dude. Bless your right. heart. Like we appre- we appreciate again. We appreciate him. We appreciate the simple taste. We appreciate you being up front. Um, but good God, like <laughs> like that's his goal in life. Ble- bless him. Um, and I gotta say, like his his fight with the Leech Devil is just like is like insane. Um, because then we find out that like he can't tra- he like can't transform because he has like a lack of blood. Which again. It's that nice little drip drip of, you know, the world and, and what it would goes. Cause now we realize that Denji needs blood in order to trans uh, blood in his own body to transform, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah. Again, it's like any good uh, action story. You need to give the, the heroes like a clear weakness and then those yeah. heroes can have to handle that weakness. And sometimes there'll be problems and you know, that leads to fun. Um, so anyways, Aki then appears and says the word cone and a Kitsune appears and kills the leech devil instantly. You're just that like that was terrifying. Holy shit, Aki! Oh my god, you can just do that. Uh, and I, and and the 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 way that Aki just summoned the Kitsune, the the fox de- the fox devil was so awesome. That shot where he just does the the little fox ears, where people do it with their hands, and then just the open the mouth and do that, where he, almost like a shadow puppet. That was amazing. That's probably one of the better shots I've ever seen in an anime uh, for for a while. Just gorgeous shot, just really cool, great subversion, <laughs> great, just great. And suddenly, all of I think I I remember I jumped at that. I was like, "What the hell is? He? Oh, he oh god, he did that! Jesus, it was so freaking cool." Let's just also know how what a badass Aki is, especially after the the beating he received from Denji. <laughs> yeah, he he gets a moment where he just gets to take down a devil in one shot. Uh, Denji he wakes up in the hospital. And Aki reveals his contract is with the Fox Devil. And we get an anime original scene, which is really dope, where Aki meets up with Makima and she says, I can't help but notice you seem more flexible these days. I wonder if that's Denji's influence rubbing off on you. Again, Aki is Aki's already developing further. Aki's getting a bit softer. He's developing his own bonds after what happened to him. And another anime original scene is Aki just waking up and methodically getting ready. Again, it's this because the manga is so ahead and because this series is probably only going to do 12 episodes every year and a half, you know, they have time to just pace it out. And you get to have these nice, cool, original um, anime scenes that aren't quite filler. They're like deepening the world and you just get to see Aki's like very methodical but lonely life. And it's really nice because this show, because a lot of, and especially I think shonen shows, they they feel kind, they sometimes feel very padded. Um, especially like uh, obviously the infamous example is Dragon is uh, Dragon Ball Z when they adapted from manga to anime. They were waiting for manga chapters to be written, so they would just do random filler episodes. 
um, there's a huge benefit of them adapting this, uh, of them adapting Chainsaw Man so late. But even like the manga itself, like it didn't feel drawn out for drawn out sake. Like everything had a purpose. All the character development had a purpose. Um, and I feel like they've captured that that element pretty darn well in the anime. So Aki, he has his coffee, he reads the paper and smokes, and then power bursts in with Miaoi. And uh, Makima informs uh, Aki that Denji and Power will be living with him. And uh, Aki's reaction is just like, oh, great. <laughs> He's uh. completely broken by this. It was bad enough to have Denji. But even, you know, even Power is enough to make Denji look kind of good. She says, uh, the toilet, I'm the type who seldom flushes her feces. She's like, I'm the type who seldom chooses to bathe. And again, kids, kids at home, kids at home. When you use the toilet, flush, please, because that's just good manners. And like, clearly, and don't take after power. Like, dress like power, cool. Take, take power's habits, not so cool. All these people like uh, simping after power. I'm like, no. If you if you hooked up with power, that would be the worst experience of your fucking life. That's a and probably the last experience of your fucking life. Like, I just uh, I just imagine again. She doesn't she doesn't fucking wipe her ass. I'm like, oh my god, just. Ugh. Uh, she's so gross. She's so gross. Um, again, amazing character, but so. Ugh. Um. So the episode ends with Denji finally getting his chance to touch Power's boobs. He gets three thrusts, once for saving Power's cat, twice for saving, uh, twice twice for slaying the Bat Devil, and the third is for protecting her from Aki. And the episode ends with a fucking Power ending theme. That's the other flex about the show. Uh, you t- you can tell they have money because all their endings are are new. They're not just using one for the thirteen episodes or whatever. They're using original no. ones. Today. It was so surprising. Like everything was different. It was so awesome. I was like, oh, this is because usually, you know, like once you once you watch the end of an uh, once you watch the end of anime, sometimes um, you just you'll skip it because you're like, OK, cool. Especially if you're binging, you're like, cool, I'm, I'm done. And may, and every half every, you know, 13, 14 episodes, I'll check and see that if there's a new ending. But this one different one every single time. It like threw me off. Yeah, I love it. And there's they're so fucking good. I think the one I liked the least was maybe the death metal one in episode three. But like the power one, yeah. again, it just captures her chaotic vibe. You're just it like, really oh does. shit. Which can like, we say side note, the the intro song for Chain for Chainsaw Man, that shit slaps. I have fine. had that on like repeat. I can't tell you how many times I've listened to it since watching the show. It's fantastic. And again, I love I mean it's filled with movie references. Like, oh my god, there's references to No Country for Old Men, uh Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh Texas Chainsaw Massacre, of course. Like again, you can just play a game, just like picking up which scenes are references to which. It's so good. Again, um, very engage, very very engaging show. Yeah, and it, that's the thing. Uh, Fujimoto, he he was heavily involved with this adaptation, and he loves movies. Um, there's a scene I can kind of tease that happens later on in the manga where uh, Denji and Makima just go to the movies together, and it's just like a single chapter, and Makima just takes Denji to three movies, and it's fucking beautiful. Oh my god, it's so good. And you can and 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 you can tell that that Fuji I feel like Fujimoto the the closest way I can kind of like relate to him um as for like for western audiences is he feels a bit like Quentin Tarantino. Like someone who just loves the art of storytelling and loves the art and loves movies and loves manga and loves anime. Um because 
like with Tarantino, he, you know, he does all, he, all of his movies have like a reference or they're, or they're a love letter to, to kind of days gone by or to a specific genre. Um, but it's the same thing. It's the same thing here. Like, I feel like that's probably like the, he might be the closest comparison as far as creators go for, for Western audiences. Absolutely. Uh, episode five. So we open up <laughs> right off that cliffhanger. Denji gets to squeeze powers boobs, but it turns out she's wearing, <laughs> wearing, um, uh, just a bra or whatever and she's the way she describes in the western dub is uh she's like i'm wearing a pad of bra which again is just her inf her strange way of speaking which is just like again she's a demon you know it's just Uh, so like just so he's and it's just again like we we have talked about subverting expectations again that's the theme of this episode like again in these shonen in these shonen uh shows that sort of power thing doesn't uh, you know they're maintaining their goal that they've proclaimed every you know every single episode in you know twice or whatever. We think that that happens at the very end at episode you know at chapter four hundred seventy eight thousand whatever. This happens episode five like top of episode five of yeah. him fulfilling his goal, which again is like cool. Now what? The the squeeze he first gives power is so pathetic, and that's enough to stun him. And, you know, he, he, he cops a bit more of a feel, but, you know, he's just like, wait, that's, that's all there is. That's just all there is to touching boobs. Yep. It's great. Uh, it's great. So meanwhile, Makima teaches Denji paperwork, but again, he's still boob struck and he tells Makima he finally got to touch boobs, but he's realized it's way less life changing than he expected. He found that the chase was more important and it turns out that second base is no big whoop. I mean, I mean, fair. I mean, he's, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. But, I mean, look, um, like, look, the ch- look, like, it's great. Like, it, like, second base, cool, whatever. But again, it's about the chase. It's about also respect, like, you know, consent. Again, I also really liked that this was very, that this whole thing was very consensual. We appreciated that. But God, like, again, it's just a kind of like, oh, well, now what? Like, I feel like, I feel like that metaphor, like that little bit was kind of like a lot of life. Like, just like you think when I don't know, like when you're a kid, you think that life is going to be like incredible and amazing. And then you're like, oh, I got to deal with like taxes and, you know, finding a place to live and like traffic. And then you're like, oh, like, yeah, life is really cool. But there's a lot of shit in life where you're like, oh, I I watched I watched uh, a video. um, It was like the after party where DiCaprio had just won his Oscar and he's getting it engraved. And you can just see the thought process in his head. He's like, oh, shit, I I achieved my goal. What's next? And he's just yeah. like, he looks kind of sad. He's like, oh, shit. All right. I've worked my entire life. It's, you know, it maybe even took him longer than he expected because, you know, again, he, he started young. But, you know, he's just like, shit, I've still got like, you know, 45 years left of my life. What's next? I mean, you know, uh, good, good luck, Leo. Good luck, Denji. Um, Godspeed. Good for you for getting your for achieving your goals. Never so, give up, kids. So Makima, she grabs Denji's hand and she tells him the importance of starting slow and she bites his finger and he, he fucking comes from that. Absolutely. 100%. Again, this is a magazine for eight year old children to read. Like I, that's a good message, though. Start slow. Again, that's a good message. That's pro consent. Start slow. Get to know somebody, you know, maybe take them out on a date. You know, again, I feel like this is like this has become like a di- like a dating advice episode um, as well as anime. Um. Yeah. So, uh, Denji, he does grab her boob and like it, it's it's not even like a creepy way. It's more like 
again, the way Makima is playing him, she's absolutely in control in this scenario, 100%. He grabs her boob and he violently falls back and Makima tells Denji if he can kill the gun devil, she will give him any wish. And that includes any base that he wants. Yeah, so... he's had a new goal. So yeah, uh, here we go. 13 years ago, after the world tried to cash in on guns as a way to battle the demons, gun crimes increased, and as a fear of gun violence increased, a devastating terror attack involving guns happened in America, and this is what caused the gun devil to appear. Because in the mythology of Chainsaw Man, the, the more a devil is feared, the more powerful they become. And of course, what is a huge fear, especially in America? We are, we are ah. saying this... We are saying this literally on the day another fucking gun, uh, major gun crime happened, unfortunately. Two so two of them, two of them. Fuck. I can't even keep track of them. Yeah, um, well, there's the one in Monterey park and then the one, there was another one in bat in uh, Baton Rouge. I think fuck, yeah. I can't even keep it, track. It, it, it's not, it sounds terrible, but I'm just like, so desensitized. I'm like, okay, another one. Seriously. Fuck. And you're not even, you're, you don't even live in America. I mean, I'm just like, it, it's just like devastating. Cause like, but you know, again, like that it's, what what's so good about this about chainsaw man is like they take these sort of real world expectations and just and kind of flip it on its head to create a parallel world that that we can relate to but is still at the same time very very that is still at the same time very very different um yeah i also do really like that they use the gun devil in this of all things because like you know not to get political here but yeah um guns are scary so we cut to what is revealed to be a flashback where parents tell their child, their child, the story of country mouse and city mouse. And again, country mouse and city mouse may play a role uh, later on in the series. Um, the story is of, you know, the country mouse who, who lives a world of safety, but is kind of bored. Whereas the city mouse who could die at any moment, at least gets to enjoy life. That's kind of the whole contradiction of chainsaw man. And uh, mm-hmm. something a lot of the characters go through. And it's here that the gun devil appeared and attacked Japan for just 26 seconds. And the older brother of this small child was Aki. He has a snowball fight with his brother and he tells his brother to grab the gloves from inside the house. And his house gets fucking obliterated in a second. I was so sad. I was so sad. And again, like, I feel like that's an homage to, um, to a lot of movies where you just have that, those very sudden deaths. Um, when I watched that, I just thought of, uh, uh if you've ever watched buffy the vampire say like tara dying spark yeah. spoiler alert for those people like just something so sudden that you're just completely unexpected that you find just completely unexpected yeah uh 100 so pieces of the gun devil have also caused other devils to become stronger so again this sets up a very shonen thing you're like okay now there's a quest which which of these devils are going to have the power of the gun devil and sooner or later we'll fight the gun devil and that'll be the end of the series Again, fuck, I, I, this sucks the fact that I've read ahead because I'm just like, well, maybe maybe some things may may not be as you seem. But again, depends on how you pace this series out, whether you read the manga in three hours like I did or you're going to wait the next two, two to four years for this arc to even finish. Um, it's, a good, it's a good show. It's, it's, it's so. Yeah. And I mean, I'm going to like I said, I'm going to continue reading the manga after like afterwards because because you and I have such different perspectives at the time of this recording because you've read everything there is to read but it again it keeps you very engaged like even talking with here i've i i've been fighting the temptation to just keep reading because i want to try and give a slightly fresher perspective and and a perspective where i don't know where i don't know what's happening uh 
more for like for my own sake, but for the sake of everyone listening, because these kinds of shows stories, I think are becoming more, I, what it's because we have so much attention to media and everything like that. We have so much like expectations of like, we already know like what's going to happen and everything like that. But to have something that like truly subverts your expectations, like Chainsaw Man, I think is so interesting. And they're becoming, they're becoming the exception and they're becoming the exception, not the rule and not the rule. And for something to keep you like disengaged, like for for it to keep me disengaged is something. Cause I, I'm the kind of person who like, I guess everything, I guess every single plot twist ever. I literally figured out the sixth sense, like 15 minutes in, um, when I was like 14. Uh, but this, I don't know where this is going. And I love that. Um, I think this is a really fantastic show. I'm uh, like, I'm excited to, I'm excited to, to keep reading and to keep seeing where the show goes. Um, and I will definitely tune in for whenever they edit, whenever they make the next series of episodes. Yeah. It's, it's me being like, fuck, I want it now, but also I want it to be good. <laughs> you know, no, seriously, take, take their fucking time. Um, there's a great moment. Uh, so we, we have our next mission and Aki, he bribes power and Denji with gum. Again, the, the duo that's going to be like power and Denji just being idiot goblins. I love it so much. They're so fucking weird. They're so fucking weird. I love it. And that's the thing. Like the dynamic with Denji and power is more of a brother and sister thing. It's like, you know, yeah. they're just two idiots. And the things they get up to, even even in the next material we're going to cover uh, for the following week. Oh, my God. It's so fucking funny. Um, we get introduced to Jimeno. She's the girl with the eye patch, and she promises a big smooch to whoever defeats the devil they're going after. And Jimeno rules so hard. Oh, my God. She makes such a strong impression in just this one episode. I Den- love her. She's amazing. But Denji, he's better than that. He's got his heart set on Makima. And then uh, Jimeno, she sweetens the deal by saying, if he wins, he'll get tongue action. <laughs> I'm not even sure. Like, does Denji even realize, like, what that means? Like, is he is he that dense that he doesn't know? I mean, he, he not, he, like- I'm sure he knows. He's, he, he's probably watched. We see him with porn mags all the time. He's definitely watched a share of movies. So, oh, yeah, that's right. Again, this is again, this is a show. This is a story that eight year olds could read in a magazine. Uh, boggles my mind. It's God. It's so good. It's God. I the, mean, yeah. The attention to detail, I didn't write this down, but there were for some funny sight gigs with the uh, the porn magazines that Denji has in the background. I enjoyed those. Oh, fantastic. I love that. I need to rewatch. I need to like rewatch this then um, so I can like really like watch it more and, and, and really enjoy it. So again, typical Chainsaw Man thing. Uh, Himeno gets a quick flashback where we see an injured Himeno meeting Aki at the gravesite of her sixth partner. So your first impression of Himeno is like, okay, cool. She's the, she's the horny chick, whatever. And you're like, Oh no, she has been through some shit. She's on her, you know, seventh partner at this point. And she's, you know, missing an eye because she gave up her eye uh, to form a contract with the devil so she could become stronger. Like, we'll have more to say about Jimeno in the following week, of course, because I fucking love her. What a great character. And again, a character who isn't like set up. She just kind of appears, you know, she's like, okay, here, here's the B team. You know, maybe some of these people won't make it. Uh, the the other character, uh, fuck, I just forgot her name. Who's the coward girl again? Is it's uh, not Kobeni? Kobeni. Oh my god, Kobeni is so funny. Like again, she's just like this cowardly girl, and it's like, why are you even part of this squad? Uh, she'll give her a reason in the following week. We're yes. we're nearing the end. <laughs> um, 
But anyways, uh, Himeno, she catches a minor devil in the air because she gave up her eye for the power of the ghost devil. And this is a moment where like power thinks she's like, oh my God, the devil was so scared of me. It froze in the air. And she's like, Himeno's like, no power. I got this shit. And she even chokes power with her ghost hand. Which so. kind of amazing. Kind of awesome. Like, holy shit. Because again, you realize like how power, how powerful power is. And then just to have Himeno just kind of, it's that, again, it's that sort of, it's that showing, not telling. It's, uh, it's just that moment where, yeah, no, I could completely fuck you up. And we get a cliffhanger ending revealing that they are trapped in an endless hallway. And for me, as a huge fan of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and considering uh, the segment we're about to talk about uh, originates from JoJo, this ending had such a whole, oh my god, it's an enemy stand moment. I love it. I'm, I'm again, like, I'm really excited to, I'm really excited to, to like, talk more about this, because it is, god, again, engaging story, like, ah, it's, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. It's, it, it kept me, I, I think I blazed through this whole series in a single sitting. I don't think I even went to the bathroom. I was, like, that engrossed. So, I think it's time to cue the music for our favorite segment, and we shall do that. Allow me to elucidate ya. The name is Robert E.O. Speedwagon. So, for those just joining in, the Speedwagon is our favorite supporting character of uh, this batch of episodes. I, th- I already hinted at it. I, I was debating this because, again, this episode got pushed back several weeks, so I had time to chew on my speed wagon. I got to go with my heart. I think it's Jimeno. I think she makes such a strong first impression in just w- not even five minutes of screen time. It's so good. It's so good. We get a tragic backstory, a cool power, and some, you know, casual horniness. It's fucking awesome. She rules so much. I dig that. Um, I'm going to go with the other character that we didn't mention in this uh, mo- in this Motley crew, uh, Hirokazu. Uh, I love him. He's just this headstrong, just freaking idiot. Um, kind of, kind of in the same realm as Denji. Uh, there's a there's a bit where they're uh, when they're in when when they're in the building where they're just kind of going at each other's throats and like it, it, he's he's just such a he's just such a lovable knucklehead. Like I just. I just think of just a lovable knucklehead. I think he's really wonderful. I didn't even know his name, but yeah, he's a great character. And I mean, he's a major enough character to be in the intro. He's like a part of the scene where they're all uh, at the movie theater together. Exactly. But yeah, he's such a goober. That's the thing about Chainsaw Man. It's not necessarily the characters you expect uh, who are part of the cast and what their roles may be. Uh, it's been about an hour. I think we're, we're ready to go. Final thoughts for Chainsaw Man. I'll, I'll go first. Chainsaw Man is fucking awesome. What can I say? There's a lot I want to talk about, but I can't because of spoilers. Um, we'll we'll get into more final thoughts when we can actually talk about the end of the season. I feel. What about you, Jordan? Um, it's it's great. It's so engaging. The show, the manga is beautiful. Uh, you can tell that they that when they were producing the anime, they knew what they had on uh in their hands. It is beautiful. The writing is incredible. The characters are so fleshed out and nuanced. Um, the storytelling is immaculate. And it's just a gorgeous, gorgeous anime. Great manga. Highly recommend. 10 out of 10. 
Fantastic. Yeah. Where you can clearly tell as what happened with our girl in the gone uh, miniseries, which was also fantastic, but you can also tell like, Oh shit, they're, they're holding back and we are, but you know, that's why you come in to, to listen to next week's episode where we're going to cover um, six to 12. So the end of the first season, Jordan, where can people find you? Uh, They can find me online uh, at uh, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook at uh, at J Mitchell love. That's with three L's. They can also look me up uh, directly on my website, uh, jmitchelllove.com. And yeah, hope to see you there. Fantastic. Yeah, you can find me at onlyrealjackm on Twitter, at jackisjack on Instagram. Again, this is all in the show notes anyways, so you don't even need spelling at this point. You you listen to the show. You can you can look it up. Find uh, at isthisanimepod on, yeah, uh, Twitter and Instagram, at isthisanimepod. You know the drill. And remember, uh, Chainsaw Man's a good fucking show. What can I say? No more to say. There's nothing more. Bye.